in the ongoing effort to avoid commercials on our show, we bring you a commercial from us. My subby and I have created a boutique adult toy store on my website. We have handpicked items that are low cost and show up on your doorstep with all of your other Amazon packages. Make sure though that you open them, not your kids. Go to kristenkellogg.com or find the link in the notes of this episode. We will get a percentage of the sales from the items exclusively on my storefront. You get some special items to enhance your FLR and we all win without a stupid ass commercial. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only. If you're not 18 years of age or older, there are thousands of other podcasts you can listen to and you can come back and visit us when you are 18. This podcast is meant solely for entertainment. We are not licensed doctors, lawyers, or therapists. We simply have a fascination with the lifestyle and I'd love to share it with you and get your thoughts and opinions. Hey everyone, join me on my journey from living a 100% vanilla life to tiptoeing into a whole new world I never knew existed. Exploring a life that puts a whole new spin on sex and its meaning to me. From chastity devices and cup holding to my experiences and the lifestyle, I have met some amazing people and had some crazy experiences and learned a lot about myself along the way. Welcome to Christine's FLR Podcast. I would like to thank Lovence for being my affiliate partner for my podcast, as well as my blog at christinekellogg.com. Lovence brings sex tech to every bedroom. Their wide selection of sex toys can be controlled via Bluetooth and even at long distances through their app. Find out how to take your experiences and control to the next level at loveends.com. Please use my link below to support the podcast. I would really appreciate it. Welcome back. Episode 44. Just hanging out at the camper, drinking out of my nice new Brewtech mug. Should check them out. This week, it's going to be like another coffee time with Miss Christine. I really like them. We're going to talk about what happens when your relationship kind of falls flat in a way. But first, let's address some housekeeping, shall we? Well, I have some exciting news. I am getting my logo tattooed on my hand. I'm excited and curious how it's going to go over. Once I have that logo tattooed on my hand, what do I say if people ask? I mean, I'm not ashamed of what I do. I might as well be honest, right? Might be a good conversation starter. So this Sunday, it's going down. I'll post some pictures. OF. TikTok, you know, all the fun stuff. So if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, I am at camp 
I'm in the camper all by my onesie. My subby is at home getting some stuff ready for a trip we're taking in a couple weeks to Iowa. I would give you more idea of where that is. All I know is it's five hours away from where I live, going south and maybe west. I shit. I don't know. Listen, I grew up in a small town farming country. I don't know my fucking directions from nothing. Just tell me what landmarks if you're giving me directions. You turn left on this street name or what I don't don't tell me to go north because I'll be like, what? I'm directionally challenged. Three. Also, TikTok struggles aside, my subby is trying his hand at editing. Now he has been an editor. Oof. Long time. He's been doing editing. He's done a photo shoot before for swimsuit, like in the 90s. He did like a swimsuit photo shoot and edited it all. Did I say that right? Edited it. He also has done a small little movie that a friend of him, a friend of him, a friend of his and him. I don't know how you correctly say that either. Clearly, I have not had enough coffee out of my nice new mug. I think they did a short film. I believe I've seen it. It was actually pretty good for the experience level, I think, that they had then. I don't know the whole story or all the details, but I held my attention, which less than I have ADHD. That's pretty impossible to do some days. However, he has been doing some editing for a pretty big channel on YouTube, and he edits all of our videos. He is the mastermind behind my OnlyFans videos. He's the mastermind behind my TikToks most of the time. He pulls them right from the podcast and edits them and makes them good. So I just want to give a shout out to my subby. And hey, if anybody's in need of some editing, hit us up. He's real good at it and really enjoys it. I'm recording this with my new Canon camera and it throws me for a loop a little bit because I can see myself where when I record myself with the GoPro, I can't see my face. Kind of throws me off a little bit. So I might be a little stuttery adjusting. Hopefully it turns out well. And there's a little bit of noise outside. Hopefully you don't pick up on any of that, but it's a Friday. People are starting to get here and things are going to get a little loud. So I wanted to get this done. However, today I have been enjoying my time alone to clean out my computer and it needs to be wiped. It's so fucking slow, but I was cleaning some of the junk out of my computer and I was thinking about the messages that I get on social media about people's relationships kind of falling flat and how they wish they could get a spark back in their relationship and just maybe how you feel like you've lost that connection. So today we're going to talk about little ways that you can maybe bring that spark back or maybe make that spark something where your partner is open to discussing other avenues of your relationship to possibly change your dynamic a little bit, to be open-minded about maybe putting a cage on your dick. I mean, 
I'd be fantastic in my world. That is my world. Ooh, that coffee is hot. I love it. Precursor to this chat. Let me just say, first of all, your vanilla relationship, the foundation, what vanilla, again, I hate that word, but the foundation of your relationship before any kink enters into your world has, the foundation has to be solid. There has to be open communication. You have to kind of both be on the same page and be open to talking about your feelings and things that bother you and maybe explore why certain things bother you. And I will be the first person to say that sometimes exploring that stuff or really digging down to the root of the insecurity or what makes you uncomfortable can be a little bit uncomfortable for you. Nobody wants to admit something that they feel like is a failure, if that makes sense. If there's something you're insecure about, you maybe feel that way because you feel like you should be doing something better and maybe recognize it as a failure. And sometimes self-work can be real hard, but the reward is so worth it. All right, let's see. I'm going to take a peek at this. So this is an article that my subby actually found from Healthline. I suspect he, because he is my techie, will put the link in the show notes. But it's a Healthline article and it says when you just aren't feeling it. A lack of passion or case of the miss doesn't automatically mean your relationship is is beyond repair. Just that paragraph alone, I think is interesting because I think a lot of people, I need to crack my back, so please hold. Holy shit. I have had one hell of a fucking headache for the last week. It has been fucking horrible. And I don't know if it's just because I haven't been as active because I've kind of been immobile because I, my fucking head hurts. But man, my back is just killing me. Again. ADD. Okay. So when you have a case of the mess, mes, meh, whatever, I think a lot of people tend to just give up because like I said, that self-work is hard. You don't want to deep dive to what your issues are. You, you just want to blame it on the other person. Not everybody. I just think that sometimes it's easier to place blame than to accept your own responsibility in something. So I can see, I mean, I can understand why people are kind of, you know, oh, this isn't working. We don't have the sex drive we used to, or there's just not that spark or that chemistry. And I think a lot of people tend to just throw in the towel and be like, well, I'll find somebody else. And then you have that spark with the someone new for a while. And then it falls away because you get into a routine. That's just the way relationships are. If you're not intentional with making the other person feel special or keeping that spark alive, it will die. That's just my personal opinion. So there's some tips in this article 
let's just kind of look and as usual, I'll give you my thoughts. I mean, that's why you're all here, right? Because <laughs> you want my thoughts. So look at the upside of your relationship. Spend a week noticing or writing down all the things your partner does right. This is a fantastic idea. I really like this idea because I think that a lot of times things go unnoticed or unappreciated just because, well, especially in a submissive and dom- or dominant and submissive relationship. I think there's a lot of things sometimes that my subby does for me and our life gets so busy that maybe I just don't show him how much I appreciate him. And I think writing everything down like this, for me, it makes me more aware of my thoughts. Writing is a fantastic tool for me to really get the thoughts out of my head. And when I reread them, it makes me think and I tend to have real good results probably why they always tell you to journal or write down how you're feeling. Sometimes things will just come out that you didn't even realize you were thinking. I really like this idea. Say thank you for the small things. Similar, similarly, don't just silently observe your partner's right doings when they do something that's kind or helpful or even if it's just tidying up the kitchen after a meal, meal, verbally thank them. I think, I think this is a hundred percent right because I know how I feel when my subby shows me appreciation, which, you know, we've kind of talked about our dynamic in the past and how I generally, when he gets home from work, he sits down and starts editing or doing you know, some of our other business stuff that for the other businesses we're trying to get up and going. So I generally cook supper and I generally feed it to him. I know that totally goes against every rule with a dom sub relationship, but listen, this is our world right now and we have a lot going on and this is what works for us. So I'm not sorry. That's just how it works. But he is always very appreciative. He always And he tells me to, it makes him feel guilty because he's sitting down and I'm serving him. I don't look at it that way. I'm just giving him his food. Something as simple as walking across the kitchen to hand it to him, whatever. It's not, I'm cooking for the rest of the family too. So it's not, I don't see it that way, but he's always very, very good at telling me, thank you. And I really appreciate that you do this. And And it makes me feel better. And in honesty, it makes me want to do more because I thrive off of his appreciation in a way. It makes me happy to know that I'm making him happy. And I don't know. I just think that in general, even just in everyday life, even if it's not somebody you're in a relationship with, just be kind to other people. If you're at a coffee shop, thank you. Or I don't know that people express themselves enough that way. Showing gratitude is an amazing, amazing thing. You could make somebody's day with just a few words. So easy. Ooh, coffee's taking it a little rambly. I want to talk about a little thing that I found. And it's called Planetary Design, who I am also an affiliate with. Now, I know that's off track of my normal naughty affiliates, but... 
What better than to wake up with some coffee in the morning and listen to, oh, I don't know, Christine's FLR podcast? The whole idea behind it was created on a backpacking trip in 1992 and the desire to want good coffee while in the wilderness camping. And if you're new here or missed the episode where I talked about the fact that my subby and I are actually going to go full time. So I'm looking for companies that align with our goals in that part of our life. And I came across Planetary Design. They have fantastic products that are very durable, good for the environment, and align with our goals as far as our future living goals, I guess I could say. You should totally check them out. I will put a link in the show notes. But if you like coffee, they have a fantastic French press. They have travel options. They have cool mugs. I mean, who doesn't like a good mug? So check it out. Okay, have fun together. Sometimes you just fall into a rut. It might sound cliche, but setting aside some time, even just for a few hours, to go do something outside the ordinary can make a big difference. I agree with that. Taking a break. Try taking a break from the same old routine and spend time participating in novel, uplifting experiences. Now, I think for my subby and I, coming to the campground is where we get our, where we go to have fun. It's where we get away from the everyday life. We can, sometimes we can relax. My subby's usually working on things or whatever, or, you know, this is where we come to do photo shoots and things like that for my OnlyFans because, well, one, I can be naked in public and it doesn't fucking matter. So this is kind of our getaway for a whole bunch of reasons. Sometimes it's work related, but this is where we go just to let loose and have fun. And I think that is very important to let go of all the seriousness. Laughing makes a big difference in your life, which is part of the reason why a sense of humor is so fucking important for me. If you can make me laugh, I am putty in your damn hands. A sense of humor is so important. And my subby has a fantastic one. I, we can just be sitting on the couch and He can make me laugh so hard I cry. And that is one of my favorite things about him is his sense of humor. It's fantastic. As if I'm not talking fast enough. Let's have another sip of coffee. Maybe hit the vape. Ooh, there's hair stuff all over. Okay. It does give you some ideas. Uh, on how to keep the spark, some ideas on things that you can do to have fun together. Take an online, take a one-time class together. Grab a deck of cards or a board game you both used to love and head to the park. Uh, Scan your local weekly paper for unusual events, even if you're not totally sure what the event entails, and make a plan to go check it out together, whether it's a craft fair or a car show. I know before we found the campground, my subby and I used to get up real early on Saturday mornings and we would go to the farmer's market and just kind of explore uh, the area. And that was really fun. It was just time for us to be one-on-one and kind of reconnect and just talk about our week or 
you know, what our goals were. Sometimes just that one-on-one time to connect without the outside distractions is so nice. Maintain intimacy and communication. Establish how to take care of each other emotionally. What does this actually mean? For starters, commit to giving each other a heads up when it feels like you're drifting apart. Sit down together and take a look at what might be causing that. Have you both been wrapped up in work? Has it been too long since you spent the day just enjoying each other's company? Commitment to working on the relationship is just as important as commitment to the partner. So I think this is a big, big, big part as to why I still, to this day, when my subby gets home from work, I get butterflies because I'm happy he's home. And we will have been married for five years this New Year's Eve and together for seven this August. I have never had this feeling with anyone that I've been with ever. After a couple years, everything just kind of dies. I mean, I just didn't, you just get into a routine and it's just the same old, basically the same shit, different day. So I really, and I, and I think this is the change that this is the major difference between my past relationship. Well, there's a lot of differences between my past relationships and this one, obviously, but my subby and I are very good at, I mean, we've had our rough patches. Our life is not a fucking cakewalk. Blending a family is fucking hard. It's very, very fucking hard. And we are very good at expressing to each other when we feel like there's a disconnect, both of us. And we're very good at, you know, I'm not sure why I feel this way, but I feel like you're distant or I feel like you're upset with me or your tone with me is a little bit different. Is everything okay? Is there something that I'm doing that's aggravating you? Or is there something that I can do to make your life easier? And that's for both of us. Take away the dom sub part of it completely. This part is important to us maintaining our solid foundation for this dynamic to continue to work. So when situations like this happen, and we're so on the same page that we generally reach out to each other around the same time and say, listen, something's not right. We need to sit down and have a talk. What's going on? Is it just stress from work? Is it something that's going on with the kids? Is it, what is it? And then we just talk it out. And listen, these talks are not fucking easy. They can be real fucking hard, but you have to have them. And generally when we start to feel this disconnect, the cage comes off because we need that intimate connection. He calls it plugging in, which I mean, in honesty, it's not a bad definition and we've just gone with it. Sometimes when we have this disconnect after we have this talk, then there's, then we plug in. And let me tell you, it's usually pretty fucking fantastic. Not that it's not fantastic all the time, but it's usually pretty good. And then we're fine. We've discussed the issue and I feel like our foundation is back to that solid state where it should be. And that disconnect is gone. Okay. So the next one or the next part says, is it worth it? There's no easy answer here. Ultimately, you need to evaluate whether your relationship is worth the work that's required to save it from a low point. It's always wise to make sure everyone involved is committed to saving the relationship. 
If you're the only one willing to put in the work, reconciliation probably isn't likely. That said, abuse of any kind, whether it's physical, verbal, or emotional, is a red flag. Keep in mind that signs of toxicity can be quite subtle. Are you walking on eggshells around your partner? Have you lost your confidence or sense of self? So that's a pretty valid. I think, you know, I just said that people give up so easily and and are just ready to move on and be done with it and don't try to work on it. Just from personal experience, I can tell you it is fucking scary when you realize it's over and you want out because you know, I mean, listen, man or woman, you know in your gut when something isn't going to be, when you're not going to reconcile. You just know, you know in your gut. And if it gets to that point and you know in your gut this isn't going to work, it's scary as fuck trying to get, you know, figuring out how you're going to do that. I mean, fuck, I had three kids, one of which was under a year old and I wasn't, I wasn't working full time because I just had a baby and it was cheaper for me to stay home with the kids than it was for me to put them in daycare. And I felt scared. I was so fucking scared. I have never, was never on my own. I went right from, I moved out of, I moved out on my own when I was probably 15 or 16. But I had kind of always lived with somebody, whether it was a friend or uh, a, well, and then my ex-husband, when we met, I was real young and I had never been on my own and I was terrified. And now I was on my own with three kids. It's fucking scary. But listen, whatever the case is, you are strong and you can do it. You just have to have faith in yourself. But it's scary, scary as fuck. I totally get it. But life is too short to put all this energy into a relationship that isn't going to end well anyway. I mean, you don't want to live your whole life being unhappy. Life's too short for that. You have to enjoy it. So in summation, I get a lot of messages about bringing the spark back to your marriage. I think just even the small writing down the things your partner does right and acknowledging the things your partner does right or showing your appreciation for your partner is a huge step in the right direction. And sit down and have those conversations about, you know, what happened? What, why do you think the spark is gone? Get your partner's feedback. It might be something so simple or sadly it might not, but see where, see where your partner's at and have that communication and Figure out what the next step is together and whether the outcome is favorable or not something you're really looking forward to. At least you can close that chapter if that's what's happening and move on because there's somebody else out there for you. And who knows, you could end up having a podcast and putting a cock cage on your future husband. I mean, Life is crazy. It's a crazy wild ride. And if you had asked me five fucking, okay, well, now it's been longer than five years, 10 years ago, if this is where I thought I would be, I would have been like, you're fucking crazy. No way. That stuff doesn't even exist. Well, guess what? It does. And I'm happier than I've ever been. So I'm so thankful for that. 
And again, I'm rambling. I swear there's no alcohol in my coffee, but at that camp, there sure could be. Just always remember what I always say. Solid foundation, open communication, share your feelings with your partner. You should always feel like you can share your feelings with your partner. If you can't, maybe evaluate why that is. But I'm going to wrap this up before it gets entirely too loud and it looks like it's starting to get windy. It may get a storm tonight. I don't like that when I'm sleeping by myself. Maybe I won't sleep by myself. I hope everyone has a fantastic week. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to me ramble on off of coffee, high, caffeine, high. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Be decent human beings. And I will talk to you next week. Love you all. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please, if you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating and review on whatever podcast app that you listen on. I would really appreciate it. And please share a link to the podcast on your social media. I really believe that there may be things I talk about that somebody might just want to hear. I'd love to be able to connect with you. So the best place to do that is probably Twitter. You can look for at Christine Kellogg. Christine, K-R-Y-S-T-I-N-E. Also, I can be reached at christinekellogg at gmail.com. If you would like to support this podcast and or explore my FLR coaching or key holding services, please find me on Patreon at Christine Kellogg. My beloved army of patrons is slowly growing and your kindness is very much appreciated. For custom audios, I'm on Fiverr at Christine Kellogg. I produce custom erotic voiceovers, POV, point of view, JOI, jack-off instructions, as well as erotic hypnosis, ASMR, audiobooks, and custom voicemail messages. Hit me up on Fiverr and mention that you heard me on the podcast, and I will give you a KFLR listener discount. For pics and videos of me and me torturing my subby's little dick, Look me up on OnlyFans at Christine Kellogg. There's a growing amount of content that is free for now, as well as custom request options for my followers there. Let me know that you found me through my podcast because that would be super cool. Links to all of these are in the show notes. Again, thank you so much. Be good human beings and stay safe. I can't wait till the next episode. Mwah!